Hey everyone, welcome to the wonderful world of Disney Plus. This week we are four brothers and a dad, and we are going to be reviewing Honey. I shrunk the kids here in a little bit. Uh, and also, this might be the like the longest stretch we've had where all of us have been here. I feel like it's been like three weeks in a row, which is is rare. Uh, but before we begin, my name is Ben. I'm Sam. I'm Ike. Maybe. And I'm the dad. All right. So uh, I know that some of the uh, I've heard some of you mention some things you've been watching recently. Anyone want to talk about anything they've seen? I know uh, the Santa Clauses is getting some new content. Uh, how's that been? Mm, I'm not. I'm not overly impressed. <laughs> I mean, I I was expecting a lot more, and I didn't like it. I haven't loved it. It's been okay. You didn't like the first season though that much, Dad, right? I really like. I like this first season a lot. Really? I remembered. I thought like you didn't no, like it. Maybe I like the first something. season. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this season's fun. I I like it just as much. I mean, maybe not. I mean, I don't know. I think it's pretty close. I think. I mean, as long as Knowles in it or whatever his name is. I mean, I was afraid from the trailer they didn't look like he was going to be in it that much, but he's been already main character, and it makes me very happy every time he's on screen. He's. But I don't think they've had any other strong characters. I feel like Mad Santa has been hasn't been funny. Did you think the mm-hmm. other Santa that replaced Claus in the last season was good? He was no funnier than weak. this guy. Yeah, yeah. But I thought Tim Allen was in it more. I feel like <laughs> Tim Allen's not in it very much, and I don't. I think he's the only strong part of the whole thing. Yeah, so it's still fun to have the second season. I think it's fun. It's not crazy anything, but right. Well, Abe and I have been watching uh, <laughs> Hawkeye, and it's just so good. I mean, it's kind of a holiday, you know, kind of sounding behind it, and and so that's why we're watching it. But it's good. Would you mm-hmm. say the same thing, Abe? Yeah. No. I mean, I like it. I mean, it's. I mean, Kate's probably the only new-ish female character that I actually like. That's <laughs> and that's saying something. So. <laughs> But I think yeah, sure. Her and Clint's interactions are really fun, yeah. and the bad guys are pretty fun. Besides mm-hmm. Maya, I feel like that would be the one yeah. that I would go back to the most uh, likely. Uh, I've also been watching, or I mean, I think I'm on the third episode of Moon Knight. Watched the first two in the past like week or something, but and I, I mean, I really like it up until like last episode or second to last or something like that. It's super good. I mean, mm-hmm. the main guy is amazing. Oscar Isaacs, he does an amazing job. And it's, yeah. The mystery is super fun of it. And... Yeah. Me and my wife, we've been watching Behind the Attractions. If And if any of our listeners like the Disney parks um, and they're just kind of behind the scenes, like the Imagineering story, it's not nearly as necessarily intriguing and like thought-provoking as the imagine Behind the Imagineering story or whatever it's called. Um, but it's the second season just came out and we really enjoyed it. There's, I think, uh six or eight episodes in the second season um but they're just really well done i mean it's a really fun they bring a lot of just funness to the documentary style of shows and stuff and i i mean the narration really helps you just to find kind of warm bubbly throws in jokes and stuff with all the kind of the interview style like narration um but just it's a lot of information that we have never known about a lot of the parks and they do like one on castles you know the transportation systems um, like Disneyland Hotel, the food at Disney parks and stuff like they're just really interesting. Yeah, I need to watch that with the and kids. they, but and they're they. definitely really well done. And Dwayne Johnson's the executive producer in all of them. I mean, yeah, they're really fun. But definitely nice. recommend. Yeah, I was excited when I saw they got put up. I just haven't gotten a chance to watch them yet. But mm-hmm. uh, I always like behind the scenes stuff, especially for Disney parks, which right. is usually pretty uh, opaque. I feel like. But Sam, yeah. you seen anything? 
Not really. No, um, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, just watching stuff with Cohen and stuff yeah. occasionally, and sometimes it's even hard to get all the way through. Uh, totally. Just because we'll like start it and then he'll go to bed and then it might be a week before we pick yeah. it back up again or whatever. Well, that's what I was just about yeah. to say. Is we started Wreck-It Ralph this evening, uh, which is one of my favorites, and the kids really like it. But and we've started it, I don't know, dozens of times, probably or a dozen times, maybe more. Um, but we only ever watch the first chunk, and then we won't, you know, finish it that night. And then we don't necessarily always just come back to it the next day. They might watch, or a couple days later, they might start another movie. So like Renly couldn't, didn't she's like. Uh, she's like, what's going turbo mean? Like she couldn't even, she didn't remember who the bad guy was. Cause like, she's only watched the first half so many times, you know, and there's probably a bunch of them like that where we've, you know, only watched the, the first chunk and right. never make it through the end, or we've only made it through the end once or twice with them. And we've watched the rest of it like seven or eight times, you know? So, uh, yeah, but it's a good movie. kind of a funny thing. And then they also have been watching and we, I watched them with them, but, uh, some of the old, like uh you know chippendale and goofy and donald shorts that are on there you know how to fish or mm-hmm. food for fusion or whatever any of the other ones there's a bunch of them but those you are know what? there's one that they don't have on disney plus dad maybe you've seen it i have never seen it i've never even heard of it but i was researching this night just on reddit uh best like most underrated christmas movies and i saw lots of comments saying uh family uh Let's see, a magical family Christmas something. It's a Muppets, a Muppets family Christmas or something it's called. And I had never heard of it, so I looked it up. And like, you cannot look watch it anywhere. It's not available to purchase or buy anywhere digitally online. Mm. You can only buy like a raw DVD on like eBay or whatever. Amazon has a just a. Is it a movie or is it just a special? I think it was a special. It was a. It was like it's like 46, 45 minutes long. But it have John Denver in it. I think so. I didn't watch. We haven't watched it yet. It's on YouTube right now. Um, but it has, it has like John Big Bird. D- oh yeah, Big Bird's in it. It's like a. I think they have like Sesame Street characters. It's like someone said there's three groupings in it. So like they have the Muppets, Sesame Street, and then mm. another. I don't know. Um, but it, well, if they have John Denver, I've got. I used to have the record album really? wow. of the John Denver, but I don't know if it was called. But that. I saw multiple people say they put it above christmas come up it's christmas carol and i'm like what wow. so i really want to watch that but it'd be a wow. perfect one to add to disney plus i feel like pull it out <laughs> of the vault <laughs> if they even have capability to get it i don't know i mean i assume they do no i don't know, I don't how know. Kind of, but i never heard of it well hey while we're talking about this kind of stuff i had a i i just came across something interesting today because you know this weekend is uh thanksgiving and uh in a few days wish comes out and apparently on according to screen rant uh, is it called? Is that the right thing? Is that the name of the? Uh, that so far, and this doesn't mean it's this where it's going to land. But Wish has a fifty-eight percent Rotten Tomato uh, rating Critically. right now, which uh, isn't very high. And they said, um, and I, so I thought we'd talk about this for a second. Um, they said this marks the first time that any Walt Disney Animation Studios movie has received a rotten score since two thousand and five, Chicken Little which is a score of 37%. Typically, the company earns more high praise for its animated features, even ones that were financial flops, like last year's Strange World. In fact, only nine of the company's previous 61 releases have rotten scores, including, and I I thought we'd maybe run through them and see if you would agree with it. And I don't know how, you know, we can't say, oh, yeah, I'd give it a 58%, but... 
uh, I don't know like what the grade is on that, but um, of course we haven't seen Wish, and maybe that will change. Probably will change some. Uh, but here's the, the and these aren't these are the from the highest to the lowest, I guess. Uh, 1946, Make Mine Music, and of course they didn't have Rotten Tomatoes. They're kind of viewing it according to today. Uh, Make Mine Music got a 58, percent and I'm gonna guess none of you really know what it is, so we can't really comment it. on that. Do you? That watch part that's of the, one the whale, right? Yes. Yes. I've seen it um, a long time ago. But how about this one? 1973 Robin Hood got a 58%. Would you uh, say that is accurate? It should be 100%. Seems <laughs> a little high. Critics are not trustable. <laughs> Crazy. Trustable. Because uh, you guys Robin like Robin Hood, right? Love Robin Hood. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's laughable score. Okay, how about this one? The 1995, I mean, I'm not in order. May I try to do No, 1995's Pocahontas got a 54% on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? I mean, I could see it getting knocked because of, like, you know, all the John Smith and Pocahontas and all that. It's starting to get to the era where I feel like yeah, people would like slam it for that. But, yeah, it should be, like, 90% We didn't, we didn't care about the Indians back then. Yeah. I can, I can wow. confirm that we didn't care. Uh, so... I mean, maybe they're doing it because of that, but I just can't believe. I mean, the music's amazing. I mean, it's clearly yeah. cheesy historical. Like, if it's supposed to be historical, it's ridiculously not. So, so maybe it's shocking. I'm saying I could see people being like, it has nothing well, to do with the saying? source. I'm sure they say why. No, I'm not. Uh, we're not going to read the reviews, but... Um, That's the only reason I can I think just, of. Otherwise, I think it's great. I was like, just the music's surprised. incredible. The voices are all great. You know, Robin yeah. Hood represented animals poorly. Probably that's probably why they gave that bad. <laughs> animal to well, animal because cruelty. everybody knows animals can't talk. Critics are not right in their head. Okay, what's the next? Okay, one? Uh, 1985's The Black Cauldron got 57. <laughs> percent I would probably agree with. <laughs> I want to say the Rotten. But... How about this one? 1988 Oliver and Company got a 54. Percent. Really. I can see why. I mean, yeah. it's, I think it has some good moments, but overall, it's not great. Home on it's, the Range yeah. better be on this list. <laughs> it's probably not. Um, how about the uh, the movie reviewed last week, 2001? Atlantis got a 49. percent um, it hasn't gone up. I mean, uh, that would be three, three points higher. Season. Yeah. Brother Bear Pretty got a uh, 2003 got 37 no percent. Ouch. Mm. I yeah, I mean, I, I, Phil that. Collins. You think it's better than that? Oh, oh, slightly, like but it, I wouldn't have probably gone above fifty. I feel like ten percent of that has to be the uh, soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, soundtrack song. That's right. Um, yeah, that and that was good. And actually, I don't see. Uh, uh, I'm checking it right now. I don't see Home on the Range on there, but it's got to be on there. Uh, um, probably like eighty nine. Where was I? Probably. Um, it is fifty-two uh, percent. Uh, Chicken Little in two thousand five got thirty-seven percent, which I that. think that's a great. I movie. love. Chicken I Little. love that movie. It's a I funny mean, movie. I don't think it's. It's funny. Movie, I think it's 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 fast-paced. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say is it the same level as Little Mermaid, but I mean, I'd put it way higher than like Luca or. I would not. Yeah, first Luca's Pixar. Abe likes Luca a lot. Oh. Yeah, but I like Chicken Little also a lot too. Okay, and then uh, and I didn't even know this one was in the movie theaters. Planes from 2013 was a 23 percent. 
Hmm. Wow. That's that surprising. I mean, really that was Disney too. I like that one a lot. That wasn't mainline Disney, was it? I thought it was direct to DVD. I thought it was direct to DVD. I thought it was Disney too. I like planes. Yeah. I don't think it's a mainline Disney animated movie. I thought it was the secondary. I don't know. I was going by their by their. Yeah, I don't Whatever. Think it is. Uh, Home on the Range audience score is only twenty nine percent. That's probably pretty accurate. Which is hilarious, but it's all in the audience score. We'll see what wishes. Yeah, but I just but, thought that was interesting. I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, for crazy. some of those, I wouldn't have done. Shocking for Robin Hood really well. and That's mind blowing, honestly. Yeah. So yeah. that concludes our uh, little talk discussion. Right, it's interesting. All right, yeah. well. Um, I picked for our movie this week, which was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, I've always seen it. This is like one of those movies that, uh, you know, like when the D- the DVDs or the VHSs would have commercials and stuff, I feel like it always had like a little piece, you know, shot from that movie uh, growing up because this came out in 1989, I think it was. Um, so it was before I was born even. Um, and... Uh, I always just thought it was looked interesting. There's there was a land at Disney, well at the time it was MGM, now Hollywood Studios, uh, where it was like a Honey I Shrunk the Kids area where you could play. They, I think they even had like a show at one point. Uh, I think there as well. Mm-hmm. So you know, kind of always heard about it, but never watched it uh, until this week. Uh, I really liked it. But Dad, you actually saw this in theaters, right? I saw it in the movie theater, and I think it was pretty amazing at the time. I mean. Uh... You know, and maybe we were just stupider back then. But you know, when they have you next to a giant thumbtack, everybody's like, "Wow, that is so yeah. cool!" You know, and uh, but and I can remember them making such a big deal about the the uh, where they ride the bees. Like, I mean, how they you know they would show how they did that, and it was like, "Wow, that's so amazing!" Yeah, so, but it was yeah. it was good back then, back yeah. in the day when we were dumb. And this did one you has... watch it again? Have you watched it recently? Yeah, we watched it last night, actually. Hey, what did you think? Well, well, this is one I've been like literally wanting to watch for as long as I can remember. Yeah, since Hollywood has the playground or whatever, as like a little kid, that was awesome. You know, like any little kid would mm-hmm. think that was amazing. So I've always wanted to watch the movie, and I was, I was good. I mean, it was the sets were really cool because they're in the backyard for about half the movie. You know, so that's cool to see and all the creatures they see and stuff and the neighbor is a jim carrey look alike yeah. not really look like oh, but sounds alike. Sure I, mean, I mean he is it was like it was really cool actually like some scenes it, or some scenes his voice was like identical yeah. you would say it you'll have to come back to what you're saying Abe. but i we were trying to look it up because i thought it was his brother or something i'm like it has to be and apparently wow. someone said someone blog some blog post jim carrey kind of was inspired by this performance and kind of mimicked some of his others performance that jim carries off of this character which i thought i could totally see if that was true i also feel like it could be just made up but i don't know i mean it's possible i think it Ace was so sure may have even come out before this which was oh, kind of his had, then. okay his um really i feel like that's gotta be later that said jim carrey was after this that maybe i thought right. i didn't oh, i don't well. remember jim carrey yeah, that early pet detective was five years later so it okay. could have been I mean, because he seems exactly like him. Uh, He was really likable and very quirky. Go ahead, Abe. Oh, yeah, they could be like whatever doppelgangers or whatever they could say. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, they just seem like they have the same face structure, everything. Mm -hmm. Mouthy man, yeah. 
But I, I read somewhere where he was only 30 years old at the time and his son, they were 14 years different, you know, so they were oh, yeah. uh, not wow. that much different. Only 30? He looked older. Yes, wow. he was 30. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, I think he's not that much older than I am now. <laughs> That's crazy. I think uh, it's a great era. I just really like this era of movies because they all just have a very, I mean, they're all done physically. Uh, it's just... I don't know. I just like the era. Uh, I was super impressed. I thought, especially once they get into the uh, into the grass and everything, uh, it's it. really mm-hmm. impressive. I mean, it works. I mean, it feels intense. You know, there's some cool moments like with the ants, and I think it honestly all held up pretty good. I I personally didn't love Rick Moranis like the dad. I just, I mean, I get he fits the inventor dweeb guy, but I don't know. I just felt like he mm-hmm. wasn't super strong. He seemed like but. almost like a different age, like. Uh, the whole time I'm like, he doesn't look old enough to be like a dad or like he just yeah. looked way younger mm. than he should have been or something. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I know he is. And also during maybe in the close to the end, I'm like, man, that music sounds identical to the Grinch. Like I'm getting Grinch vibes. Oh, and yeah. I looked up the artist and it's James Horner, James Horner. and he has done like everything, uh, you know, Titanic, yeah. Avatar, about Grinch and and I, I even I just sent Ben two links yeah. uh, music from this movie and movie some music from the Grinch and if you play them kind of you don't even have to play them side by side yeah, but they're the same super, they're the same some sound. of those guys just Isn't recycle it? Yeah. yeah I mean you should look at his like, list man, that, that James Horner I mean he's, he, he's, he's done really everything yeah. you know and, been, and, and he's done it for hard. decades yeah yeah but, but um. I think uh, he also honestly, did like, Rocketeer too. I feel like mm-hmm. the characters are maybe the weaker point of this, other than maybe the neighbor. Like I feel like all the kids are kind of pretty forgettable, other than maybe the youngest mm-hmm. one. Um, I mean, they're not bad. They're just not really like fine. that. You know, they're decent actors, but they're not. Anything but the whole thing is based on right an idea exactly because everybody's thought about it's it. It's super of being fun the size idea. Of an ant. Well, have we before this? Yeah. I mean, I guess like the Stuart Little books or whatever. Not the Stuart Little, uh, the Littles and things like mm-hmm. that might be before that. Um, but I think, yeah, it's a super fun idea. Uh, like when they and, sleep and in the Lego that, brick think, like, and things like that. Ant-Man, I mean, where do you think they got that idea? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Possible. <laughs> Probably. They call him Anthony. I know. I no, wanted right. them to say. <laughs> Andy. They call him Andy. Yeah. I know. Just Auntie. But, Auntie. Oh, yeah. I know they call him Anthony. Like Anthony. Oh, you should have said Antonia, but you know, it was fun. I liked it though. I thought it was pretty good. It definitely held, holds up pretty well. I mean, it has a lot of charm. I mean, it's just whimsical and kind of fun with all the shrinking stuff. Um, it was interesting. I mean, ILM did all the graphics and sets, probably. I don't know about sets. I assume that when the ILM did the graphics, yeah, I know even graphics was, was the ant. Was the well, ant would have been all the, the shrinking and the, the scorpion large stuff. was stop motion, but was was the mm-hmm. was the ant just what animatronic I mean, it was puppet a puppet or a lot of it and then it was both i think the zoomed out mm-hmm. stuff was yeah but it but it, i think it, it stands up it doesn't look yeah. i mean ants are easy because they're kind of jointed they're not very uh you know they don't have flexible parts they just bend mm-hmm. at the joints what were you gonna think the, oh that i i saw that that guy who played the oldest boy which he kind of spooks his, me out. Yeah, I don't know his, why. There's something yeah, about his look. Yeah. <laughs> looks like I, I mean, I had classmates who looked just like him. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, but uh, I guess he's uh, he makes a um, uh, an appearance on uh, prop culture uh, where he, he they they go and they see the, 
you know, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, some of the props they still have, like the gun. Um, but I, I, I thought I saw the gun on Prop Culture, but I don't remember the, the guy uh, who's That's now cool. 50. Sam, what were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say the the whole premise of the movie is just being shrunk down, and I think it it does a pretty good job of that. I mean, it's not like you're never, like, guessing what they're doing. You can tell when it's props and when they're, like, just shrinking mm-hmm. people down, but it the way they switch in between them, I think, is pretty mm-hmm. works really well, and it draws mm-hmm. you in enough so that you're following along with the people versus being, like, I don't know, and wondering yeah. how much they do it the whole time. Right. And I gotta shout out how realistic it is. Like when the parents are looking for him and stuff in the grass, I also have to say I felt that very much because I ha- felt like I was in their shoes for some of that. I know the anxiety that that causes looking for something small in locations <laughs> like that in the grass. I like lost turtle. my turtle that I had for like 14 or 15, 15 years at the time. I lost him. I set him outside to be in the sun and he escaped his cage. And so I searched for my little musk turtle. He's like a few inches in diameter. I searched for this turtle in the middle of summer, pants and a turtleneck on for like three or four hours with like a thousand foot radius everywhere. <laughs> I was looking around, scanning with my hands, trying to find this thing, you know, and looking at all the holes under branches. And I felt exactly like the dad looking with his lantern hovering above the grass. I mean, it yeah. was eerie how close. Yeah, I, I saw Ike outside. <laughs> like I'm out there and I hear noise and I go you back know, there and I, he like pops out in the woods and I go, what are you doing? He goes, nothing. Yeah, he gave him the same looks the neighbors gave him. I know. Yeah. I found him just for you wondering, but I thought I'd never yeah. find that turtle again. But uh, that was where they were done, where they're like careful not to step on the grass like that. It was very smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked also, uh, this is a side thing, but a lot of movies don't do this, but I like that the the um, husband and wife are just on the same side. Like it's not this extra layer of like tension through the whole thing. It's just like, you know, she's. They both, you know, make up right off the bat, and then they're good for the rest of the movie. I liked that personally. Uh, I didn't feel like it needed a bunch more relational yeah, problems well. and stuff. Uh, yeah, the neighbor was the highlight for me too. I mean, just all his interactions, like with the other fishing guy, are funny yeah. and police officer, um, so just everybody. He was lifting the weight, you know. Yeah, he was lifting the weight. Man, that has yeah. to have been Jim Carrey's inspiration because he literally is like one for one in some spots, you know. Um, <laughs> and then. Uh, I don't know. The the credits is definitely a different era. That I felt like was kind of odd. uh, There was another movie that we reviewed recently, wasn't there? That did that was Rocketeer. Skip those. What was it? I skipped them too. But they were long and interesting. But I also it's always fun seeing the old Disney logo when it comes in. I always enjoy the, uh, the, you know, the original one. I think that was a little bit. (laughs) What? Tear tear up a little bit. Oh yeah, not quite. But so, would you say this was a? I mean, for a Disney fan, would you say this for the era would be a classic Disney? I mean, because like Abe said, he's always wanted to see it, and and you know, you several of you, I thought, yeah, you know, that is it because it was a ride? Is it because it was? I don't know. When you think of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, that just seems like a like it's it's different than uh say some of the other movies that came out at that time or it really a lot of movies at any time you know this just feels kind of like it's a signature piece or something yeah i mean it says at the time it was their most successful live action movie wow. um mm-hmm. which is pretty impressive oh, um, on an 18 million dollar budget so pretty impressive 
Yeah, and I mean, I don't think it has necessarily a Disney feel You're as right. much, but I think it is a fun movie that mm-hmm. has it stands on its own. I think it's not just like oh, because it was a Disney movie at the time. And right. it feels like the era of the '90s. I mean, because then it came two sequels after that, which, but multiple of my coworkers like the second one more. Honey, I blew up the kids. Um, oh, they thought that one was even better. So I think it it feels like that era. It was a major major player for sure. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I yeah, I do think it is. But I don't really feel like I ever hear anyone talk about it that much now. Like, I feel like it was kind of forgotten. Uh, you know, like, like it's, it's known by everyone, but not really ever actively, mm-hmm. like, considered one of the ones that everyone goes back to a lot. Um, right. Like Home Alone but or something kinda, like that. It just feels like it has, it's a different, I, I don't know, because they really did have quite a few movies, I think, back in that day. Um, it just felt like it was kind of a... Again, like a signature mm-hmm. signature piece, kind of like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit or something like that. It was a mm-hmm. big deal. Honestly, I'm also shocked that more people don't do things like that. Like, because yeah. the concept, there's almost limitless fun things you could do. Like, you know, they do a couple of them, but like, there's so many things that you could, you know, create or whatever that could be really fun, but they just don't really, there's not really that much stuff set in that. Uh, maybe because it's just a pain to do. I don't know. Or maybe it just feels too generic. Uh, but I, I really think that's a fun thing that a lot of people. I mean, because if they you know, made this about, exact film today, I mean, nobody would care. I mean, it would be terribly right. feel like received. I mean, they'd have to make it a lot more interesting. I feel like. Um, I feel like Epic was he- probably heavily inspired by this. It felt very similar in some parts. I feel like, but kind of has a, uh, you know, journey to the center of the earth. Uh, you know, like where they go in. There was one I can remember when I was a about uh, I don't know third grade. Where, where they take a submarine inside the human body, you know, mm-hmm. and they they meet these same kind of things, big ants or big bacteria, and you, you just you're battling them, and then you go to the next one, and you have another problem, right. and you go to the next one, and have another problem. It's really the plot. I mean, I mean, the actual things that happen, like besides them just walking through a forest, <laughs> is like the first five minutes and then the last five minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. And everything else is kind of just the journey of getting across the yard. Quite feels literally. Like just a little in- yep. adventure movie. And yeah. It's kind of fun though. Well, Originally, uh, it's apparently yeah. going to be called teeny weenies, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> they thought it was showed it. It was geared more towards, I guess the kid demographic. And then when he says the line, you know, honey, I shrunk the kids in the movie. They're like, mm-hmm. we'll name it that. That is kind of an interesting title. I mean, you don't normally get. I mean, that it's kind of weird. I feel like the title keeps it sets it apart too. I don't hear many things like that, but uh, so yeah, definitely a fun one. I think people should watch it if you haven't seen it or uh, rewatch it if you have. So, but Abe, you get to pick the next movie. Did you uh, decide what you wanted to go with? I know you were throwing out some different ideas last night. Yep, I'm picking Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Okay, nice. I haven't watched that in a long time. So, and then Sam, did you have the next one, or do you want to keep thinking about it? I'll keep thinking about it. All right, sounds um, good. Make your <laughs> way. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't know. We'll tune in next time Christmas to find theme. out. Yeah, I feel like why why give them two ahead? That's right. That's true. Make them keep wanting to come yeah. back. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, we'll call. You can all there. sleep well tonight, yeah. knowing not knowing. All right. Well, thanks for joining us from another discovery from the wonderful world of Disney Plus. And we'll see you real soon.